Hi, this is Jen, and this is the Let's Chat Paranormal podcast. I'm here with my brother Eric and my boyfriend Jesse. Say hi, guys. What's going on? How's it going? All right, guys, we are here to, to talk about uh, Texas hauntings. We're not doing any specific region, or well, I chose nah. to do a specific region, but you know, Eric's going to do, where is yours from? Uh, North Texas, just uh, short of Dallas. North Texas. Yours is like on the complete opposite side yes, of where I decided yes, to yeah. choose. We're covering Texas all over, guys. Texas it's, is a oh, giant yeah. state, yeah. though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like yeah. a quarter of our <laughs> the border is almost every, yeah. every other state. So yeah. Um, oh, sorry about that giant plane, guys. That's wow. real loud. Yeah. Where we live is close to an Air Force base, so... We get deafeningly loud planes overhead yeah. all the time. Even where we're recording right now in the basement of the Alamo. <laughs> Ta-da! Anyways. <laughs> live from the basement of the Alamo. <laughs> oh, you know what? Uh, going back to that, uh, San Pedro Springs is where the original Alamo. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. There area. you go. Yeah. So, anyways, I like... Bring The more you know. Yeah. Um, but anyways... San Pedro Springs, where exactly is that? That's near SAC. Oh. Yeah. Anyways, um, so let's get back on topic, sorry. <laughs> no wonder those kids are so anxiety-riddled and stuff. Right. <laughs> um, so... Hey, did you study for your quiz? Not had a weird de- dream about Davy Crockett. <laughs> <laughs> Shoving a bayonet in my mouth. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, okay, so you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, and wherever else. And w- me and Eric discussed a way that we're going to get onto YouTube too pretty soon without having to show our mugs so that's always a good thing um <laughs> we're not showing our faces mm-hmm. not not just yet not just yet no. it's a slow review we're we're recording at almost 9 30 at night tonight you don't want to see me at this time <laughs> <laughs> it'll add to the paranormal I know. the spookiness <laughs> um so uh Make sure you follow us on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Both of them are Let's Chat Paranormal. Um, you can visit us at the San Antonio Paranormal Fest at Victoria's Black Swan Inn on September 18th. We'll be there from 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. with a bunch of other cool vendors and artists. And uh, they're going to have like a demonologist. Demonologist. <laughs> bring me baked goods. Don't bring Jesse baked goods. Um, bring me all your baked goods. Anyways, anyways. <laughs> Unless you're bringing special baked goods. What? What? <laughs> anyways. Again, she made her her signature margarita tonight, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. I had to. <laughs> anyways. She's um, a rough mind. It, it really was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But anywho's, uh, so uh, before we get started, any creepy updates? No, I, I, I'm not going to say that it's a creepy update, but I'm continuing to hear as if somebody is still moving around in the house. Hmm. Uh, like like if somebody is awake. Like, again, I wake up early in the morning, right? And normally I'm sitting around trying to learn more about like perfecting our art, making this sound more professional and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm just sitting in the in that den area and just continuously... I hear as if, like, so the more recent one, like yesterday's, it sounded like somebody was moving dishes around in the in the, uh, in the the kitchen. Hopefully they were washing dishes. Yeah, I would. Oh God, I wish. Because our fucking 14-year-old <laughs> won't do it. But 
But yeah, I, I mean, it sounds. Dishes away. Yeah, it'll be sounds of like dishes moving, and I'm not even joking. Like just blatant dishes moving, and that's why I'm saying, like, goddamn, this is. I don't know what this is. I mean, I know we don't got no rodents mm-hmm. because we take care of that. Like every time we do see one, we bring the cat in and that motherfucker catches it all the time. Oh my God. No, I'm not even joking. And then, uh, like I said, uh, I can. I, it sounds like somebody sitting on the couch or moving the pillows on the couch. Fuck that. And uh, yeah, I just, I don't know how to explain it. I don't feel like an ominous present. I don't feel scared. I don't feel any of that. It just sounds like somebody is like awake and moving around in the house. But I mean, the boys are asleep because it's a school night and mm-hmm. stuff. You know, uh, Eva's asleep. I know Logan's in his room because he won't venture out into the darkness. Mm. But uh, yeah, it's just weird. I don't know what's going on. It's just Eva watching you. Yeah, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I keep hearing about these god ladies. <laughs> she learned to astro project <laughs> just to fuck with you in her sleep too. <laughs> Yes. always watch <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's creepy though like but for real they're like yeah uh, do some dishes ghost yeah no shit it. man just stop triggering the ac to go off stop. <laughs> stop. It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah but again like i don't want to say that it's creepy it, it doesn't creep me out it's just like I, you know, I just like, sit there and what I'm are just you doing over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, because, well, like I said, it's like everyday stuff, so it doesn't trigger in my mind to feel creeped out. Mm-hmm. I just hear it and I'm like, "Is it the dog or is it somebody awake right now?" Charlie, he's over there yeah. slapping shit. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you trim me down? <laughs> oh, Charlie looks so cute with the trim. Yeah, he's ugly. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, was was that the your creepy update? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Jesus, anything? Uh, no. Aside from like today, I guess my would be the most recent one. I, I was working way too much last week, and I had too much uh stuff to do in house mm-hmm. during the weekend. That uh, I think the paranormal creepies were like, ah, let's give this guy a break. <laughs> 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 They're home, just tired looking at him. Um, <laughs> So uh, they're like, Monday, they were like, all right, let's go on a little creepy stuff. <laughs> let's uh, season them back in. So, uh, of course, I'm at my, I'm at my job. I'm on the outskirts of uh, Castroville. And uh, this is, a, I think, like a, I don't want to say three-story, but it's like a, it's a pretty big country house. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's very darkly lit um the dude's like hey yeah you can pick up the equipment over here i said all right uh sure thing sir um i'm going upstairs to pick up the equipment it's very again i'll reiterate it's dark and uh old so i'm i'm going upstairs and i hear him say yeah you know uh all the way to the right uh you'll see it all there and sure enough i see the equipment and then i i think he's next to me like he went upstairs and i mm-hmm. i kind of like don't look at him but i go all right well this is gonna be it i go i'm still missing two more pieces uh i'll get them on the way back up and i get the equipment i start walking down and the dude literally comes out from under the staircase and goes what'd you say oh Oh, shit and i was all like uh i was like i'm sorry i was all like uh i i thought you were upstairs with me and he goes uh no i'm down here he goes uh i don't like to go upstairs because i have a bad knee he's all uh so uh, I stayed down here. He's like, but what'd you say? I go, oh, I I have two more canisters to pick up. And he goes, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, I mean, do you think it was somebody upstairs? 
He goes, no, no. He goes, uh, ever since she passed away, we haven't came back into the house. Oh, shit. And I was like, oh, Ooh, what the fuck? I was like, okay. Um, all right. And it had that little uh, thing that you sit on to like. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking oh. about. Like um, the thing to go up the stairs, like the motorized. For, for elderly yeah. people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was like, all right. So then um, <laughs> he, this dude's not going past a, a certain part of the the beginning part of the like the little living room area like he stays within the light of the sunlight oh, basically shit. yeah and i'm kind of looking at him and i'm like and i go okay well do you know if there's this component and he's like oh i don't know he's like uh my uh kids all moved it to that area he's like if it's not there uh, i'll tell him to go look for it or whatever yeah, like, yeah all right so i go and i literally pick up the canisters again and like i swear to god like i keep seeing like someone just going through like the the little like corridors of it like, yeah like, yeah just walking really fast and i'm like oh no yeah i was just like okay so i get the canisters i go down and i go are you sure no one's upstairs and like the old man's all like no but let's get the hell out of here i'm like all right <laughs> oh and he shit. literally um has cliche giant <gasps> iron key <laughs> <laughs> like skeleton key type thing yes. <laughs> oh shit legitimately iron key and he, he locks up the the giant uh it's like a it's literally like maybe the size of this uh wall the door like yeah. the two doors that go in yeah so like they make a noise when you open Ooh, and close shit. them and i was just like all right i was like well <laughs> spooky house. yeah that spooky old house check <laughs> <laughs> like even threw some holy water on the door did the sign of the cross and like, all right let's get out of here so i loaded up the equipment i logged it in i parked like a little bit further from and that old man jetted he opened it up for me let me get the stuff and he took off <laughs> and i was like just waiting outside the property going like man i was like this is very creepy i was like man this has got good aesthetics like this would scare the shit out of somebody <laughs> we should buy this house <laughs> but no because uh-uh, i just i can just imagine hearing that thing turning on like oh no <laughs> even after you uninstall it yeah like because it literally goes uh one two three oh no you know oh, what i mean shit. yeah yeah and yeah. then like the top part is like looked like it was even like way creepier like it was like all open uh-huh. like the attic yeah like an attic yeah but all open with like a, a scene uh or like a sky view yeah oh shit you, that just sounds so so creepy but like i know if like i were to see that in person i'd be out this is perfect yeah it, it it really is like when i walked in there it's dark it's got that like uh aesthetic where it's like old but kind of modernized okay okay uh but i think the tone of where he, i thought he literally walked upstairs with me because it's a narrow staircase and even narrower because of the 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 lift, the lift that, yeah. that was installed so i could hear him behind me kind of like walking so i didn't want to turn around because again it was really narrow so i'm getting the equipment and i feel him kind of just go into the the little room area that's like no light so i just assume he's watching me get the stuff and i was like all right well you know i'll come back for that and blah blah blah. then i just see his little head pop out like oh what would you say what movie is it with the old grandma where she's like like always smiling oh no 
where she's thought... smiling and like, she, but like she's doing creepy ass shit, but she's like, <laughs> is that the visit, the M Night Shyamalan <gasps> there you one? Go. Yeah, I was about to I'm say. thinking about the visit when you're describing oh, it. Oh my god! That's the when when they were of... under the house and she's <laughs> running like on all fours, that fucked me up. I I'm not, like the rest of the movie was kind of ridiculous, but mm-hmm. that part fucked me up. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah. Some, I hated that part. You and your sister do not like people running on all fours. Yes, yeah, because <laughs> remember that movie, the or mirrors, mirrors with the oh god, pizza yes, yeah. yes. Like within like just the opening scene, like I had told Jesse, <laughs> I want to go, and I thought he, I he, he thought I was joking, but like I was so serious. So we watched the rest of the movie, oh, and god. now I'm traumatized. You know what? You, uh, another one that did it for me was I uh, she wee weed herself. <laughs> <laughs> uh is the unborn with the old lady that that like bends backwards and her head twists to be right side up oh no but her like torso is facing up you get what i'm saying i don't remember you know, that but i don't I, see it now. the day before i saw that goddamn movie i had had a dream about a dog with an upside down uh, oh, yeah, New Orleans, right. uh masquerade mask yeah. so when i saw it that literally was like well that's Disturbing. <laughs> oh yeah look look that little scene up because no, it's you. chasing like an old man no and yeah this old man you could hear his bones cricketing and stuff oh, and no. i'm not about that life yeah, yeah. all right good stuff good yeah stuff. well i don't have any creepy updates this week besides my son all of a sudden liking nightmare before christmas and loving skeletons we took him to spirit halloween and pumpkins and... i like to say uh hmm. he's turned into a a basic B. <laughs> he calls them a basic Baba. Because <laughs> um, before she purchased the Nightmare Before Christmas cup for him, he was drinking out of a Starbucks cup. My Starbucks <laughs> cup. <laughs> and demanding things. Yeah. <laughs> so. And now he... So I bought him his own Nightmare Before Christmas cup, but uh, now he has his own little Zero doll. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Another fucking plane. Okay, we're back. Um, sorry for that outside noise. But anyways, I think that wraps up our creepy updates. So are we ready to get into get our stories? Spooked and pooped. Spooked and pooped for fucking sure. <laughs> All right. So, um, I am going to go first with my short stories. Um, I chose to focus on the Rio Grande Valley just because, uh, I do watch a couple of YouTubers and some of them, uh, have family down there and they have spoken about some some of their own personal stories and experiences and i was like okay like gotta get into this and so it did not disappoint the spookiness of it and so i'm just gonna go through a couple of the the heavy hitters if you will of the rio grand valley and i just want to say i did buy a book uh called Ghosts of the Rio Grande Valley by David Bowles or Bowles. I'm not sure. But um <laughs> some of the some of the notes are from there. Uh, and then of course like just random internet websites and YouTube videos. But uh observations. Yeah. So uh here we go. So this first story is a content warning of rape and child abuse. We're, oh, no. Yeah, we're going straight into it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, maybe I should have gone first. Yeah, I was about to say. Jeez, don't so... even ease them in. <laughs> we're no getting loop. on this no uh, crazy train right away. <laughs> so in Mission, Texas, which is a four-hour drive south of San Antonio, 
There is a little chapel inside of La Lomita Historical Park. The historic Catholic chapel is 16 feet wide and 30 feet long with a tiny belfry. Though only 480 square feet, the chapel is said to have a tragic past. There supposedly was a monastery nearby to this tiny, tiny chapel where nuns were assaulted and raped by priests. Jeez. Yep. If the nuns were to get pregnant and carry the baby to term, the nuns would then be forced to kill their own child and bury them underneath the chapel. What? Wow. <laughs> yeah, <Jesus>. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. No, I'm um, just more blown back but like if you get pregnant you gotta take care of it yourself <laughs> god so this is what leads to our haunting visitors are said to see a nun inside of the chapel in a praying posture suspended Whoa. in air sometimes she can even be seen during the daylight so now i'm going to share two accounts from the website texasescapes.com she's not giving wedgies is she <laughs> definitely not <laughs> you gotta pay for that kind of stuff um, no so this this nun is supposedly there to uh watch over her her, her poor dead baby you oh know? no oh, okay. yeah way to take the fun out of it yeah. I know. <laughs> sorry guys i'm not here for the fan <laughs> only <laughs> content so anyways so about so this is uh somebody's account i'm just reading verbatim about two years ago, I was in a similar situation, but in broad daylight. I was recording through the fence because the park had already closed when I had arrived. Later at home, when I viewed the tape, there appeared to be a woman standing in the doorway of the chapel. At first, I thought it was the fence, but the more I watched it, the more it looks like a nun. And what's going on? I don't know, it's like a wasp or something. What? Oh, shit. I was like, what the fuck was that? A Damn. wasp? I mean, I blew on it like three or four times and did not fly away. Sorry about that. Where did it go? <laughs> I got no idea. But... Don't don't tell me. Like, well, who is it? Beelzebub? Is the the Lord of the Flies? I don't... <laughs> he's, he's attacking your lone star. Okay, so... All right, sorry about that. It's I mean... okay. Um, <clears throat> We're being attacked by demons. <laughs> I'll just go back. Man, Texas. there's going to be a lot of editing in yeah. this one. Um, <laughs> they don't want you to tell them about the I Texas know. dog, man. That's what it is. <laughs> don't you uh, dare. <laughs> oh, okay, here we go. At first, I thought it was the fence, but the more I watched it, the more it looked like a nun. And when I played it in slow motion, I was convinced that it was a nun, but without a face. She Ooh. seemed to be facing to the left corner. A week later, I went back to see if there was something in the corner of the doorway and found that there is. That is where a crucifix is located. Currently, we are looking for the video so that I can submit to get other opinions. I am a strong believer of the supernatural, and after reading about the other encounters, I am convinced that that's what I saw was a ghost. And so that was Amanda from Mercedes, Texas, and this was December fourth, two thousand six. Mm, yeah, so recent. Is, yeah, kind of recent. Not oh really. yeah, over yeah. ten years. Cool. Yeah, so, uh, none without no face. Yeah, huh. and and that's during the daylight. Oh wow! So it's basically it's gonna it's gonna make you get pooped and spooked. Or yeah, spooked for sure. Um, <laughs> okay, so that was the first account and so this is gonna be the second one and again i am reading this verbatim 
My wife and I live in Mission, Texas. One time we heard a story that there was a chapel that was haunted. Now this place is located about three miles south of Mission in a town called Madero. One night my wife, a couple of friends from Houston and I decided to go and see if this was true. It was around 11 p.m. when we got there and we saw the big chapel with the balcony. The gates were closed and it looked like it had been abandoned for a while. The first thing we saw was a man standing in the balcony with his arms wide open. We all got scared and quickly started to drive off. Suddenly, a very big noise came about and we saw a light flashing in our windshield. We had never believed in ghosts, but this was something very special. Hmm. And this was R, and this was in March 14, 2003. Hmm. Okay. A large light. Yeah. Strange. Yeah, for sure. So. Right. Okay. The thing about this haunting, though. Yeah. There is no record or evidence of a nearby monastery where uh, nuns were have said to stayed alongside the priests and that this story is all may have been fabricated. Knowing huh. this, though, it does not explain the apparition of the praying nun. So the book that I purchased, um, Ghosts of the Rio Grande Valley, uh, the author suggests that the praying nun is actually a vision of the Virgin Mary something that is also believed enough for people to leave notes for her underneath the stones inside the chapel. Okay. And I, I could see people believing that more, but... Uh, yeah, that's very uh, yeah. Hispanic Roman Catholic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it, but still, this story of, like, these this horrible fate yeah. meant for these nuns is, like, still very popular for some reason. Hmm. Yeah, so... Yeah, dirty priests. <laughs> dirty, dirty priests. We're also editing that out. <laughs> Every, everything's getting in. <laughs> oh no! We can't have the Catholics after us. We can't have the we can't have the Roman Catholic Church after us. <laughs> Mel Gibson <laughs> can't have lethal weapon after us. I have no idea how long this episode is going to end up being. Because we're going to edit out so much. Okay. It's just a little podcast. Well, we're done, guys. <laughs> All right. I am. Okay, I'm going to continue. The next haunting is at the Old Hidalgo County Jail, a three and a half hour drive south of San Antonio. In 1913, Abram Ortiz was convicted of rape and murder and was sentenced to hang for his crimes. Before his death, he threatened to continue to cling to cling to this world and that there was no heaven or hell. When Ortiz was hung from the second story's gallows, he refused to have a bag placed over his head so that he could look at people as he died. Oh, shit. I know, that's real fucking hardcore. <laughs> he saw, I'm going to oh, make sure you all guys know. <laughs> what, is, whoa, what was that horror movie where... I can't I can't remember what the scenario was, but I remember being like in shivers where he's yelling at like the person, like the antagonist, like, look at me, look at me. And yeah, like he looks and he's like terrified and stuff. I cannot remember the movie, but that's know. what I'm picturing is like, like y'all sons of bitches, look at me while yeah. I die. I, I don't the know. only one that I can think of is uh, is Fallen with Denzel Washington when oh, he's yeah, getting yeah, the yeah. lethal injection. He's like acting all crazy oh yeah and he's singing the song yeah huh. yeah hmm. but I, yeah i think of the green mile but 
I know it's a different a different type of death, I'm but tired, still. Um, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Oh my god! It, I. All right. It's still like coffee. Anyways, okay. So he re- he refused to have a bag placed over his head so that they could look at him as he died. Now the old jail is part of the Museum of South Texas History. People claim to hear Ortiz rattling and clanking his shackles. As it is a public museum, guests are of course drawn to the morbid attraction and are said to sometimes feel sudden cold chills while in the same spot he would have sat before his execution. While alone in the museum, people have said that they hear chuckles coming from the cell. Something, oh, shit. Yeah, something Ortiz did regularly in life. Just chuckle? Yeah, but like... Oh. People like so it's at like while they were like alone in the building like I guess yeah. like as they're closing and just like a <laughs> yeah can you imagine yeah that's what like, I'm saying if you're just... closing by yourself this fucking museum and you hear a chuckle and like oh hell no these these <laughs> floors can mop themselves what, uh, what area is this again like in Hidalgo Texas? County Jail yeah uh, but like it's uh... it, this is the Rio Grande Valley oh hell no they wouldn't be like that I, if Rio Grande <laughs> People will be like, hey, who the hell is laughing at me? <laughs> <laughs> Say it to my face. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, for sure. Because uh, Kachingas, Kachingas, away. No, what's I, so goddamn funny? I was watching uh, this one ghost, uh, ghost crew on YouTube that's uh-huh. in the Rio Grande Valley, and that's exactly how they were. And they're all like, "Mira, mira, what's on me?" <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh hell!" I'm telling oh, no. you, you could tell me what if it's a border town. And you can tell me, and I'll be like, nah, that's not how it's going to go down. <laughs> it's going to go down that, very differently. You, that's the same way that people on this, that, that we would be over here, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> there'd, be, there'd be a couple fools thrown in, though. <laughs> a fool. <laughs> what scratch me? <laughs> the Marmok Hunter. Oh God, that's what I want. There's, you know what? There was, there was, there's another ghost hunting group in Laredo that reminds me of like total Marbok. little Marbot kids, but they're over there doing ghost hunts, and I'm just like, all right, dude, y'all, fucking... y'all do it. Yeah, exactly. I'm all, you guys are fucking hilarious, though. <laughs> um. Okay, so. In San Juan, Texas, there is a famous haunting of a murdered sex worker. The story is that a sex worker was taken to the hotel and entertained her customer as agreed, but when it came time to pay for her services, the man refused to pay. Dirty bastard. For sure. Jesus Christ. So, understandably upset, the sex worker attempted to take her earned money from him, only for him to murder her on the second floor balcony of the room. Now no longer in use, people claim to hear her screams and calls of help from the building, and that a woman can sometimes still be seen on a second second floor balcony screaming and waving for help. Oh, shit. Like from a window or from a balcony? No, from the balcony. Oh, wow. Right? Like, Kim, yeah, That would be something. Right? Like, uh, the, if you would see that walking by, you'd be, like, freaked out and, like, calling the police, like, nah, that's, and that's then you just look, a ghost. And then you look up again and, like, huh. Right, like the Where'd the dispatcher's like, no, uh, what what story again? <laughs> what building? Oh yeah, that's just it. Go ahead and look up again, and then you look up, and it's like not there. Like, oh fuck, just send the rookie out every single time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so 
We could take another three and a half hour trip of San Antonio and end up in far Texas. Here we can. How far? Far is three and a half hours. You missed the joke. I know. <laughs> Texas towns, they don't make no sense sometimes. It's spelled P H A R R. Yes, yes, guys. Okay, <laughs> just go ahead and uh, look at our lovely towns all over Texas. <laughs> we don't make no sense in yeah, here sometimes. We, we have a Paris, Texas, too. That's awesome. <laughs> it's <is> very true. <laughs> Ashante, so. guys. Ashante. <laughs> <laughs> no, you need to do a, what is it? The Aldo, the Apache. Uh, Ashante. <laughs> like his accent. Parlez-vous. Parlez Parlez yes. <laughs> Can you imagine him doing it? Anyways. <laughs> That's how I was when. Anyways, so. Uh, here we can travel down Wayland Road and encounter two children that would run out into the road screaming that their parents need help and that their house has caught on fire. Being the good person that you are, you would stop for these children. Only to Hell no! <laughs> Shit! I tell somebody about it, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Only to have your car enveloped in the smell of burning flesh. Oh no. Behind you in your back seat would be their two parents. Oh, shit. Smoldering still from the fire. Oh, shit. <laughs> As you watch in horror, the parents lunge to attack you, only to disappear. Wow. You turn back around to flee as sticks and rocks pelt your car. Or maybe you're more cautious of picking up anyone on the side of the road, even children. Today is not your lucky day. These kids will climb onto the hood of your car to scream for help for their parents. This is the haunting of Wayland Road, based from a real house fire that did happen in the 1960s where a family of four perished. Wow, that one gave me chills. That's the one I told you that scared me. So, I mean, it was spooky all the way up until climbing onto the car. Because I imagine, like, trying to get away Mm -hmm. and... Like, like with paranormal <laughs> uh, explanation, they like run towards the car and just climb onto the car, creepy, mm-hmm. like on all fours. Just oh no, Ugh. yeah, yeah. I'm just like, how would you explain that to like your wife or girlfriend? Like, you went for barbecue, didn't you? <laughs> no, I did not. I swear, it was ghosts, and they're like, no, it smells like barbecue in here. Also, <laughs> you went to Rudy's, didn't you? It smells like Bill Miller's in here. <laughs> Okay, and so you can't this... fool me. <laughs> I I don't know. I think you got me on that one. I thought mine was gonna be spooky, but that one was really good. Right? I like that one. Like that, that one, one was really wait good. till you hear mine, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you just gotta see his stupid face when he says that. <laughs> god damn, stupid face. Jeez, is my simple face, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Again, his notes are in crayon, and she's just insulting his face now. Yeah, uh, visual. Uh, Eric is in a tuxedo. Uh, <laughs> I am in a ball gown. Yeah, and I'm over here in a shirt without any sleeves and, and overalls. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Shorts. The overalls are coming back. Overall jorts. I told you they were coming back. I, yeah. I made this prediction and she did not believe it. Yeah, I'm seeing overalls more often. Oh, but anyways, no. um, so this is my last one. A haunting that should definitely be mentioned is Casa del Palma's Renaissance Hotel in McAllen, Texas. Uh, Constructed in 1918, the hotel was originally built to be a luxury hotel to accommodate the booming economy. Tales of the hotel's haunting include the phones acting strangely, ringing when 
and an when answered, only receiving silence from the other end. There is a ghost of an elderly woman that has been seen in the basement, wandering around as if she was searching for something that she lost. Ooh. Guests have also reported seeing a woman in black with a veil wandering the halls in the middle of the night. The spirit of a staff member who took her own life can also be seen on the third floor, near where her office was in life. She continues to go to and fro as if she were continuing her work duties. There is also an account where a hotel manager called the police after seeing a woman in an archway to the tower of the hotel. When the cops arrived to remove the woman, they supposedly went up and got locked up inside by the ghost. Oh, Hail shit. to the no. <laughs> <laughs> no locked doors. <laughs> and that's it. That's uh, that's the last of my... Wow. I don't, I don't say it's a fear, but I hate <laughs> stuff being locked behind me. I mean, even when Jen locks the bottom lock from this where oh. we have no key. Start flipping out outside, yeah. and I'm on the outside. I'm like, "What's going on?" <laughs> it's just habit for me to lock like every single lock that I possibly can. Well, yeah, we, well, we go to the convenience store, and she locks the door like she's the fucking like she's like the Obamas. <laughs> like somebody's yourself. gonna try to like kidnap them. You know, I I, I uh, Eva does the same thing, right? Like I'll get down to get me a pack of smokes. And we have, like, the shadiest fucking little gas station near us. And there's always, like, homeless people there. And this motherfucker locks the doors, right? So And you're coming like, in all cool, right? Yeah. And, you're like, <laughs> and they see that as weakness. Like, all right, we're going to get this motherfucker for some change now. And I'm like, open the fucking door. Open the goddamn door. Yeah, I'm trying to sashay into the car as fast as possible. <laughs> Looking as normal as I can. Yeah. Like, I don't want to give these motherfuckers change. <laughs> oh, speaking of Eva, she texted me. <laughs> Anywho's <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I liked yours. Yours was very cool. There's that 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 whole uh, what what road was it again? It's called Waylon Road. Waylon Road. And see if it wasn't so goddamn far, I would want to go. But oh. it even has like a aesthetic to it. The Waylon Road, like mm -hmm. Waylon. Huh. Yeah. There huh. are quite a few different like ones in the Rio Grande Valley, but I just like kind of picked and choose which ones I thought like seemed interesting okay i mean like i said we could always go check out the devil's bridge here in san antonio it's mm -hmm. actually like two miles from my house hmm. yeah i want to go check that one out way to triangulate yourself <laughs> <laughs> i'm right on a ley line that's how i draw my power like, damn it <laughs> <laughs> now they know where i stay anyways <laughs> the roman catholic church is coming for me. this will be edited out <laughs> I know. I'm, I still listen to the episodes to make sure you edit out what I want. <laughs> she doesn't believe that I edit out this stuff. There's going to be so much editing in this episode. Yeah. All right. Anyways, it's all good. Give me some of your beef jerky. Okay. I thought you said you could hear people chew. I'm not going to chew right in the microphone like you were. Okay. That's why I've been avoiding eating it. She's like, I can hear you chew. <laughs> Okay, so the story that I have has some tragedy, has some sadness, and yeah, it's uh, pretty good. And I'm pretty sure, you know, the folks uh, near Dallas and North Texas are maybe familiar with this one. I mean, I think this is like all legends and uh, true stories, whatever you want to call them, ghost stories, creepy yeah. stories, they all kind of lose, like, uh, they're telling it over time. So, I'm, I mean, this is one that I even 
just heard of recently, like maybe a month or two ago, and I thought it was pretty cool. So I want to tell you about Clara Crane, a.k.a. the Candy Lady. Okay. All right. So Clara Crane. uh, The Candy Lady? Yeah, the Candy Lady. Okay. Yes. And you'll it'll it'll become obvious why she's called the Candy Lady, right? So Clara Crane was born in 1871 in a small town of Terrell, Texas. She married Leonard Gilbert Crane, an older man who owned a farm. Only married for a short time, Clara Crane became pregnant and gave birth to Marcella, who she affectionately named, nicknamed Marcy. The little girl quickly became the whole of Clara's world. Sadly, this would not be for long when tragedy struck. In 1893, at only five years old, Marcella was killed in a farming accident. And it's not known uh, how she was killed. All it, all it states is that she was just killed. Oh, my God. Her father, Leonard, was to be watching her at the time. And the reports later found that he had been drinking at the time of the accident as well. Understandably, Clara was heartbroken. Clara blamed Leonard for the death of her daughter and became withdrawn. Investigators found both Clara and Leonard innocent of any foul play in the death of Marcella, but the pain and the loss of her daughter, though, had uh, begun to wear on Clara. Two years of grieving passed, and Clara became more and more convinced that her husband was to blame, until one day, in 1895, Clara had her revenge. Clara would lay some caramels with poison. Then, she would offer them to Leonard. Her plan was uh, a success to say the least. The day after Leonard passed, a nearby neighbor stopped by to check in on the widow and found Clara in a shaken and frenzied state and building a large fire next to the home. Sheriff Fred Springer arrived and Clara became violently aggressive towards the officers and was taken into custody. Facing murder of the first degree, Clara stood trial and uh, life in prison was the best she could hope for. Though she pled that she was suffering from mania at the time of the murder, with this, she could possibly find leniency in her sentence and be sent to an asylum instead of prison. Clara was tried and convicted for murder of the first degree, but due to the pleading insanity and grief, she was incarcerated in North Texas Lunatic Asylum, now known as the Terrell State Hospital. A year into her sentence, in 1896, doctors noted that Clara had torn bedsheets and tied them roughly into a shape of a doll. Staff began to hear her speaking and singing to it, calling it Marcy. Oh, no. Oh, my heart. Oh, my God. That one got you in the feelers? Yes. Anyways, I'm sorry. Continue. I'm going to cry. In 1899, due to the overcrowding at the hospital, Clara was released. She was viewed as a charming and soft-spoken by the uh, asylum staff, qualities that made her an ideal candidate for release in those days. Since her crimes had been deemed a crime of passion, she was ruled as unlikely to reoffend, and as there was little record, uh, like record-keeping or following care at the time, there are no records of what happened to Clara after this. Below is a portion of a letter that she uh, had written to her sister shortly before being released. And I think this kind of shows just how devastated and rocked by the loss and like the type of mental state that she was in. And you, yeah, it, it's a sad letter, right? <clears throat> so, dearest Angie, I'm elated and I have been informed by Dr. Matthews that Marcy and I will return home in less than three weeks. As you can imagine, Marcy can barely contain her excitement. 
Every night she asks, is tomorrow the day we go home, mother? Very soon I will be able to tell her yes. Our stay here has been somewhat of a trial, though. I've been grateful to the good doctor and his staff in their dedication to our treatment and recovery. Leonard's death had put us in such a severe state of melancholy that I feared we would never escape it. These past few years have been more difficult than any in my life, and my dear Marcella, after all, that she has had, has had to endure, has become my strength, my flame, and hope. But the story doesn't quite uh, like end here, because it's after that she's released, she's said to go home, but then two years later, the children begin to go missing oh, no. around her homestead. Oh, no. So it's a few years after she returns in 1903, some children went missing near the old Crane homestead. Children report finding candy on their window seals oh. in the morning. After receiving these candies for a while, they would begin to be accompanied by a written note on the wrappers. Come and play. <gasps> Signed, the candy lady. Oh my god, that gave me a shiver. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And these requests were written on the insides of the candies. After the children would eat, they would notice that they were written in there and they would read them. And that's what they would say, right? Mm -hmm. So it wasn't until the first child went missing that people began to wonder what had happened to Clara Crane, right? People started to wonder because they they had took note that she did return, but, you know, where was she? <laughs> so some nights, Candy would appear on others. There would be nothing. Two siblings from a local farm went missing. People assumed that they had been abducted by, like, homeless or vagabonds. Oh As the community was small and presumed to be safe by most who lived there. Over the years, nearly 10 children disappeared, and finally, out of fear, the children began to tell their parents about the candy lady, and that she had been leaving uh, candy on their window seals, signed with the moniker, the candy lady. Later, a farmer would find the, teeth, the rotten teeth of what appeared to be a child in his field, wrapped in candies, oh. like a candy wrapper. Yeah. So, after this was, you know, noted, uh, and informed to the police this forced the local authorities to begin their investigation so a local sheriff went out one day to investigate a possible lead it's after he did not return for a period that the folks began to you know become weary after a short short search his body was found in a ditch with forks stabbed into his eyes and his pockets were stuffed with candy it's after this that the abduction suddenly stopped and Clara Crane would enter that state of, like, urban legend. Okay. So, now, anytime a children goes missing in these areas, the first thing they say is, it was the candy lady. Uh -huh. So, is this true? Or is this just an urban legend? That's what I was going to ask you. Is this, is this a real life lady? That yeah, she was a real life lady. Oh my god, that's uh, that's pretty wild. <laughs> so what'd you think? That's so fucking scary. <laughs> like Lola. No, oh my god, that's just so scary. Like. Like, once you start bringing kids into it, like, that's when it's just, like, a... It just amps up the creepy factor. Yeah, back exactly. Yeah, like, kids crawling under the hood of your car. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> got, you, got me there. <laughs> Touche, creepy kids. So, 
I I really really like that one. That one was, uh, I mean, it it automatically stuck out when I started searching just for ideas for yeah. like stories to tell. And the candy lady, I mean, automatically unassuming. It's just an unassuming name. It's just the candy lady, right? Like the yeah. ice cream man. Mm-hmm. But then once you start reading into it, it's like, holy shit! Well, I think <laughs> just... I think what's so good about it is that it starts off as like an incredibly sad story, yeah, a tragic story. But yeah. then like she just apparently loses it and she's like gotta get my own little marcella back <laughs> that's so sad yeah so and and that is the uh i i forgot to include it in my little telling i was trying i'm trying to become a better writer i really am right and i forgot to include it in there is that uh she does abduct the children and it said that she does either rip out all their teeth <gasps> and then uh Stab them in the eyes with forks. What the fuck? Why? Yeah. I don't know. That's just the legend. Oh my god. But yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Talk about a <laughs> dental plan. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, you know what? This kind of makes me question. Is this where the Tooth Fairy was inspired by? Kind of <laughs> sounds like it. I mean... Well, there's different versions of the Tooth Fairy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think it just adds to the... Or, well, that's exactly what I was thinking, though. It's like, why isn't there, like, a scary movie made about this already? Yeah, no shit, so, right? As the where's candy that man comes from? out this Friday. <laughs> What's that? Uh, where's that base In from? In Dallas. Yeah, but, like, is it just, like, Dallas, Dallas? Like, anywhere, like, just uh, the city Dallas? I don't know. <coughs> North of Dallas. North of Dallas? Oh, okay. All right. Pajarito, pajarito. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just like does that, that ridiculousness. <laughs> does that add to the silver cap teeth <laughs> from uh, kids? Yeah, no shit. She's like bullying them and like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't even bother going around Marbung. <laughs> <laughs> oh <Anyways>. lord. <laughs> She's I'm like, sorry. Out. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm surprised nobody came for us on the the Kukui episode. <laughs> Because they'd be like, they'd be facts, though. It hurts, yeah. a, it hurts a little bit. It cuts deep, but it's true. Oh, God. I mean, we, we know we're all joking. Mm-hmm. We know we're all joking. We joke. We laugh with y'all. Because mm-hmm. even I, like, driving around the South Side, when we see them them uh, South Siders, like them them ghetto girls, I call them <laughs> the South Side Queens. And Eva, she gets so mad. She gets so mad. She's all, I used to be a South Side Queen. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. But I think it's uh, Jesse's turn with the Texas dog man. That is true. Um, Well, it was kind of disappointing, but satisfying in the same way. Um, So, um, you know, we're we're doing Texas hauntings and whatnot. So, you know, I was looking at the spooky stuff and I was like, well, you guys do such a great job at digging up weird kind of unique stories and i was like well kind of don't want to go that route and do something that interests me i want to do me this time <laughs> but let alone i realized i had a very busy week so i wasn't was really on call yeah i was on call all week so i mean yeah. these are like long days so I wasn't able to focus as much energy as I wanted to into the dog man of Texas. <laughs> That's we right, will revisit and gentlemen. This. Yeah, the, for sure. The pup man. No. Of Texas. <laughs> Put some respect on his name. He's called the dog man. Pupperino. Okay. 
and uh some what kind of dog does he resemble well um i like border collies a couple of the accounts literally say he just looks like a big black dog really okay yeah that's like uh maybe five times the size of a german shepherd that stands up on his hind legs but runs really like (laughs) weird like his his front uh, his hands are like it's like a humanoid dog creature okay. I, I, I was gonna already. say are, are you t- are you kind of like describing like a dire wolf um, or what would have been a dire wolf something like that i guess but okay. uh, the accounts range it goes anywhere from uh <clears throat> oh that's weird so i i googled dog man of texas and literally the first image wolf dog dire wolf or dog man <laughs> so the accounts go anywhere from uh texarkana to McAllen to okay. uh, del rio Converse here in, in near San Antonio, just the stone throws away from us. Um, so nice. you know, he's, uh, um, I believe the, the we'll start off with the wolf of uh, the werewolf of Converse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why did we both because <laughs> our son does that? <laughs> he howls. Sorry, guys, it's just habit. <laughs> We howl at things now. That's the family we are here. Okay. I'm sorry. No harm, this, no foul. This is my bloodline, people. <laughs> no is... harm, no foul. I'm already almost done with my migrate. Remember, guy. Remember our pre. Uh, <laughs> let's chat paranormal talk where she was like, I don't really want to drink today. <laughs> She's like, I'm almost about to slam this bitch. <laughs> uh, anyways, Wolf of Converse. She's going to start going outside and howling at the moon yeah. right now. <laughs> wolf of even... the South Side. Yeah, like... <laughs> what is that Shakira song? Oh. <laughs> she Wolf. <laughs> Re- she Wolf Revisited. Remix version. Oh my goodness. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> right. She just gained her composure yeah. again. All right. Serio. Serio, cara. And we're back. Ow. <laughs> so, uh, Werewolf of Converse, uh, basically, uh, the tale goes is that uh, this uh, retired uh, Civil War... Are <laughs> you okay over there? <laughs> Did that spark, the, the tequila was all sitting at the bottom or something? Yeah. I, I saw that uh, that hit you like a brick. Sorry. Continue. Okay, so um, Werewolf of Converse. Uh, the tale goes is that uh, a retired Civil War soldier or general, it, go, it varies, I guess, depending on who's telling the tale, decided to take roots up in Converse here in uh, Texas. So, um, had a family, was a very, you know, um, edged kind of old man, essentially. You know, like, no guff kind of guy. Okay. Uh, he had a younger son, which was the youngest of his whole family, kind of gentle soul, I guess what you would put. Uh, and he felt like he wanted to harden him out a little bit, you know, give him, toughen him up, as we do here in Texas. So, he was not particular to killing any kind of game, as the rest of the family was. So he tasked them with getting some meat for the family. Okay. Uh, the son, being very reluctant, said, you know, I'm not very experienced with guns, so, uh, you know, I can't really do it. The dad, seeing through his facade, said, I don't care. You're going to go out into those woods. You're going to catch yourself a deer. 
uh, heading out to <laughs> accomplish this task. Son comes back a few hours later, completely and totally scared out of his mind, saying there's some kind of creature out there and he's not going back. The dad going, yeah, right. Okay, creature out there. We've lived here our whole lives. You know, this isn't going to fly with me. Um, basically, <laughs> pushing him to that edge, uh, belittling him, and basically, you know, just being a hard ass on him. Makes him go back out there. Yeah. Uh, much to his dismay, his son did not come back after someone oh, went down. Oh, shit. Feeling a little bit uh, remorseful about it, he actually gathers a couple of his uh, neighbors from the ranches around and says, hey, you know what? Uh, my son really hasn't come back, you know. Yeah. Uh, you think we could head out and kind of search for him? In their search for this young man, they happen to stumble across his remains oh shit being devoured but why everybody described a, a creature a wolf-like creature uh basically devouring this uh kid you know uh, oh shit to where a lot of the actual ranchers were kind of traumatized and uh <clears throat> taken back by uh, a couple of shots were given off to him and the account says uh where the creature let out a big howl and ran off into the woods so being grief stricken and basically feeling guilty, uh, this guy set house to his own. Uh, I mean, set fire to his own house, basically. Okay. Uh, ending the tale of the werewolf of converse that's still out there. It's <laughs> pretty much uh, it for that one. Uh, let's jump into this dog man. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, for the dog man, there's a lot of accounts um, around. The, the The one that gets stuck out the most for me was. I believe in McAllen, and uh, it was a young girl that was house-sitting out in the country for one of her friends, um, and one of her stray dogs ended up encountering the dog man. Oh, shit. Getting its little neck punctured by oh, it. Oh, no. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> apparently, animal control knows about this guy, So about the dog man, so... Uh, when I guess she was a transplant, you know, she she was in originally Texas. I think she was like from Nebraska or something like that. Okay. So when she called and they said, "Oh, you're talking about the dog man," <laughs> you know, she was really. You're talking about Fred. Yeah, <laughs> taken back to where she did a little bit more research and she realized, "Oh, okay, yeah, uh, there there is a dog man out here on the loose." Yeah, just um, like the Alamo basement. Like, yeah, it, it, he's <laughs> out here. He'd be doing these things. He don't He don't got no sense. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, nothing solid where I can tell you, yes, uh, there's dates, times, and, uh, you know, yeah, things yeah, yeah, that yeah. solidify our dog, man. He's elusive, reclusive. <laughs> I want to say like the loneliest little Sasquatch. I know. They're probably hanging out. I don't know. The dog man seems kind of out of control. <laughs> seems like our Sasquatch is a little bit chiller. Yahweh, calmate. Do you have to keep peeing? <laughs> You've marked that tree five times already. Hey, you need to bring him over here to chase your cats away from your mooch. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Let him nibble on my arm. I will become the... <laughs> the dog man of the yeah. south side <laughs> yeah i will become the dog man of the south side i will take that mantle gladly <coughs> all right yeah that's uh, i like i said nothing too too spot on if anything of these two amazing tales that you heard before mine 
my very crummy and quick dog man will will stay with you guys out there in uh, radio land yeah so now whenever you're traveling those lonely dark roads at night around what civilo you said uh it's a uh, converse converse uh, mccallan um oh my god what was the other one Texarkana. Okay, yeah. Uh, going into the actual uh, border across. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which I guess their toes are a little bit bigger over there. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you know, uh, yeah. if you take anything away from this, take Dogman away. <laughs> Have a little dream about him. <laughs> yeah, spread him around. Whenever somebody's talking about werewolves, correct them. No, 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 no. We're in Texas. You call him Dogman. <laughs> We're just going to have people howling at us yeah. at fucking Black Swan. Yeah. We have all these serious speakers around us, and then we'll have our listeners. Scott <laughs> ladies, if you want to make me any dogman tails or uh, dogman mittens, I will wear them. Mm-hmm. And that calendar oh, will yeah. be for sale. Yes. Later, I love it. Later love along it. the year. Try it, bitch. <laughs> I forgot about the goth furries. Yeah, okay. Yeah. They're like, I'm down. Jesse's dog man talk is really cool. (laughs) (laughs) We just added another subgenre to our listeners. (laughs) We're open to all. Anyways. Uh, They have really spooky stories, but I stay for Jesse's cryptid (laughs) werewolf fascination. I know. Jesse's like always trying to suggest some type of werewolf story, and I'm just like, uh, uh, okay. (laughs) Some type of cryptid. I always try to sneak in a cryptid. Fucking talking about Nessie and shit. I'm I'm thinking, like, whenever I think of Nessie, I think of uh, what's what's her name? Um, Uh, Tree trunks. Yeah, tree trunks. From Adventure Time. Yeah, that's the (laughs) voice voice you hear from Nessie. Well, she's an old gal, so I see it. Yeah, that that's who I imagine whenever you think of Nessie. Before Slenderman, there was me. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, no, um, you know, I gotta, I gotta say, I picture you. Did you ever watch Flapjack? The adventure. Yes. Oh, the uh, the whale. Yeah. Bubby. Bubby. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's Nessie's voice. (laughs) That's Nessie's voice. Or you you said last time it was something Sarabia from the from the NPR lady. That's her last name, Sarabia. Oh, yeah. From the uh, oh, that's right. That's world right. music. Oh, uh, she does the world music. I'm like, that would be a perfect Nessie voice. <laughs> well, anyways, so if you've stuck with us today, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Not very spooky, but very informative about a dog man. Well. Um, yeah, send us in your stories. <laughs> if you've seen the dog, man, by all means. Yeah. <laughs> Not, me your Not your deal. Not your deal. Howling at the moon. I, I will play dog, man, with any goth ladies if they like. Goodbye. <laughs> they're all, they're all, have you seen our Theo's back hair? It's abnormal. You know? It's like he has a jersey. <laughs> but, yeah, that's actually Mason. Mason has, like ridiculous back hair yeah. i can't believe that boy is so hairy oh. he's a tiny dog man <laughs> yeah. what? just go owl to him i call him a little baby t-rex because that boy can tear up some motherfucking steak oh Aww. my god oh i remember that he was asking for steak at the party that like he was not supposed to get steak yeah oh <laughs> he has some uh some expensive palettes. He's like little dog man or T Rex. <laughs> Shit. 
We're at McDonald's. What do you want? Uh, some steak. <laughs> Give me the filet mignon on those sesame seeds. And you're like, come on, Mason. You know they don't. Oh, a mixtape. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot to add that in there. Y'all didn't know what I was talking about until I added the mixtape in there. <laughs> Can you make it a happy meal, too? <laughs> Please, good sir. All right. I'm sorry. Today's episode's all over the place. <laughs> all right. You can send in your stories to Let's Chat Paranormal at gmail.com. Again, we're going to be at the Victoria's Black Swan Inn on September 18th from 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. Uh, make sure and stop by. We're going to have some free decals, and we're also going to have some cool little hand fans because it's probably going to be hot, and it's going to be of uh, the artwork that I posted earlier of La Llorona and of Mothman at the Tower of America's. Yeah. So that's gonna be fun. Um, yeah, let us know if you want like some wolf, some dogman art with the Lone Star. <laughs> Jesse's you know, that gonna kind of do stuff. that. Jesse's gonna do <laughs> dogman with Lone Star. A a, dogman with the Lone yeah, Star. Maybe a, Fuck a Spurs yeah. jersey, you know, some high socks. Dogman and Spurs. <laughs> and Lone Sock Star. Check. <laughs> Anywho. Oh man, um, with some salsa gary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All over his uh, fur, just matted. Oh my All right, guys. If you stuck with us today, thank you so much. I feel like today's episode has been the most all over the place episode ever. <laughs> um, okay. We give you this promise. The next episode is going to be titillating. <laughs> titillating. <laughs> no dog, man. Unless you guys really want it. Yeah, unless you want us to dive deep into it. I'm going to let Jesse do that. Just deep dive into Dogman of Texas. <laughs> and then he's going to bring us a clip. I'm here with Dogman. <laughs> it's somebody's deal. <laughs> See, mijo, I don't know why they started calling me that. We're at the stock show rodeo. <laughs> All right, I, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, I'm sorry. All right, for for real, for real, this time we're going. All right, you have a good week. Um, send in your stories. Make sure to like us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and if you are gonna leave a review, leave a good one. Yeah. Talk about yeah. your uh, dogman obsession and whatever. <laughs> all right. Thanks. See y'all next week. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>